Hello again, and welcome to Crime in Music. I'm your host, Brian J. Kinsley, and with me, as always, my friend Ben Rupel. That was a pretty good uh, crack of the beer there, Brian. That was a lot. Mike picked it up well. Oh, isn't that great? Yeah. And other things that are great is every other week we bring you a great new true crime podcast about people in and around the music industry and their misadventures into law-breaking. If you like music, history, murder, mystery, people with eccentricity, you've come to the right spot. Share with your friends. Tell a relative right now. Ben wants us to go to Maryland to get the good people of the Panhandle State. Well, you know, that big Powerball just got won by somebody in Maryland. <laughs> I'm hoping they're listening. You know, we're, we're looking for some sponsors. You can go to our... Uh, a, a Patreon site. Yeah. For, yeah, check out Patreon slash Crime and Music if you happen to be in Maryland and sitting on a little excess cash. Yeah, a few million rolling around in your uh, trunk of your car or something. Well, if you know someone there or honestly anywhere, send them your favorite episode. Tell them to give us a try. We're just trying to spread the word of uh, music history and true crime. And so if you like that sort of thing, help us out. That'd be great. Also, if you want to talk to us, we are on all the social medias of Crime and Music. Uh, or go to our website, crimeandmusic.com, and leave a speak pipe. That's a, where you can leave a voice message. You don't have to leave your name, email, nothing. You can be like, you guys are great. I listen to you in Topeka, Kansas. Or uh, you can be like, you guys suck, and you sound like you got uh, phallic things in your mouth when you talk. See, Brian likes all the like high praise. I like the one where people give a shit. I like any <laughs> communication we get from the listeners. I mean, as long as I know people are listening, uh, that's all I want to know. Oh, yeah. What was that one girl's name? Ann or... Ann. Ann. Oh, that was Ann. Dude. Hey. She was aggressive. You think I can get, get hooked up with Ann? I think you could. All right. I think you might got a shot. All right. So, Ann, if you're listening, uh, let, us, let us know. At any of the social medias or... Feedback at crimemusic.com uh, is our email. You can check us out there. And I, I don't remember everybody's name, but I remembered Ann's name. That's true. <laughs> she did. She left an impression. <laughs> Superman. I talked to Superfan Michelle for a half second about that. She thought it was hilarious. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. She bringing people together. Superman, Mich- Superfan Michelle. Superman oh. Michelle. Superman Michelle. All right. Well, we, we, we you know, we're not making a living talking, but we should maybe try to do it better. Oh, uh, okay. Superman, we'll give it. Superman Fischel. We'll do that. Okay. All right, so today we're going to talk about a couple things in this episode. We are going to talk about, um, well, going to your court dates. It's <laughs> <laughs> a thread that we've had to cover in almost every single it's person. It's a theme. Um, yeah, no. Crazy people from Florida. Have you ever not gone to a court date? I mean, it's not like you and I are going to a lot of... No. But, I mean, the, it's high on my priority list when I got one. Yeah, the times it's happened, been yeah. there early. Yeah. That's, Get there. That's one of those ones where, like, 10 minutes early is on time. If you're on time, you're late. You're showing up to court, man. You don't, I do not mess with that. Oh, yeah, yeah, and and, 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 and dress nice. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. You got the three-piece suit on, man, the wingtips. Got Something. to. And what was the second thing we're talking about? Florida? Florida. Crazy people okay. from Florida. All right. I like that. Well, I mean... That's always it's it's low hanging fruit, but it always tastes so good. I see. Yeah. Uh, pictures, pictures. Okay, pictures. All right. Good. All right. Well, these aren't you... hint. these aren't hints. These are just. Eh, I mean, it's things we're going to talk about. Preludes. Yeah, They're just just teasers. Letting people know what okay. they're going to learn about. You're going to learn Florida about... courtrooms. Okay. Pictures. All right. Pictures. There you go. All right. And with that, we're going to jump into guess the guest. This is, you know, everybody knows my favorite part. I know. I, I like it. It's the only thing that it, Brian does to actually get me here. <laughs> this is it. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> Good to know. It, 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 it itches the same little part of my soul as a, like an instant lottery ticket. Oh, yes. I know I'm probably going to lose, 
But but it's kind of fun when you win. The adrenaline's there if you win. Even if it's just, you know, when your money back a little bit. All right. All right, what do we got? Uh, you honestly don't really stand much of a chance. All right, just, sorry. <laughs> so you know. Okay. I mean, uh, black. All right, uh, ACDC. No, oh. uh, opposite spectrum. J black. J black, all yeah. right. No. Nope. Uh, little black. I'm getting to maybe a... A rap, a rapper. Ding ding. All right. Little black and J black. Florida. No court dates. Um. Little Kodak. That I've heard. That I've heard. Oh, I know. He's a SoundCloud rapper. Okay. The, the Project Baby. No. Bill K. Capri. Not his actual name. Okay. No, I, I, you've already told me I don't know who he is, but Little Her- Kodak was something. We're getting there. All right. Bill Cajon Blanco. All right. Bill White. Uh, well, uh-huh. yeah, the opposite of black, eh? <laughs> uh, Doosan Octave. What are these, his names? <laughs> these are all his names, yes. <laughs> That's a long... I do. That's why I kept going. I was like, Black, J Black, Little Black, Little Kodak, Project Baby, Bill K. Capri, Bill Cajon Blanco, Dusen Octave. I think it's Dyson Octave myself, but whatever. He's a SoundCloud rapper. You got any idea who he is? No, I don't know. We have seven seconds. Well, I don't think you're going to tell me his name. I'm not going to know who it is. That's right. It's Kodak Black. Okay, I've heard... Okay. Kodak. Boom. Right. I knew that. All right. But I don't know. I don't know that. That's okay. Okay. Woo! Kodak Black is a SoundCloud rapper. He was born on June 11th, 1997. Okay. 97. Okay. In Pompeo Beach, Florida. Hey, just to not derail a show quite yet. Um, one of my favorite rappers slash someone we've done an episode on. Okay. Uh, Lil Wayne. Um. I don't know what he did or what he was in trouble for, okay. but he just got pardoned by our outgoing president. Oddly enough, did you? this will come up. That does come up in the it show? It does come up in the show. Right. Check with us after the break, <laughs> and we'll get there. All right. I, I didn't know they were, they're tight. Oh, right? Apparently, they're tight. Oh, and man. so did our former mayor of Detroit. Oh, really? Kwame got, Kwame got pardoned? Kwame's out. Oh, my God. Kwame's free. Seven years into 28 years, I think, or something. Lock up your city funds, everybody. All right. Jeez. We're still looking for a stripper named Strawberry, so I don't know where she went. Oh, she, you'll never see her again. <laughs> Especially now. Nope. You're afraid of freaking Shug Knight, man. Strawberry's on the run from Kwame, that's for sure. Oh, she's, I don't think she's running anywhere. I think she's just disappeared. Oh, she might She might be part of the foundation. <laughs> Definitely part of the foundation. She's somewhere up down the, to LCA. <laughs> somewhere under Manugian Mansion. <laughs> All right. Terrible. A podcast for one state, please? Yeah. <laughs> okay. June 11, 1997, born Dyson Octave, Pompeo Beach, Florida, Dyson. It's D-I-E-U-S-O-N. And then his last name is? Octave. Okay. That's, that's o- his real name. Octave, I can pronounce. Yes, Octave okay. is his real name. That's a neat name. That's yeah. a name you should keep. Yeah, if you're a rapper or a music yeah. person, Octave is good. Yeah, it's a neat. I would, I would think. fits. Pompeo Beach, Florida, to uh, his parents, um, it literally just says his dad, and then Marceline Octave, his mom. Okay, so he was born to his parents. That's, <laughs> yep, that's the fact of that card. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, his parents are immigrants from Haiti, and okay. his mom and dad separated, uh, we're going to call him Cody, so that Cody was raised solely by his mom, Marceline, um, in public housing down in Golden Acres. Down in Florida. Correct. Okay. 
His father was not around to support the family financially, so Cody starts rapping in elementary school. Uh, he hasn't got that father figure, so he's hanging out at local trap houses after school to record some music. Now, mm-hmm. you know what a trap house is. Well, there's been a few different definitions, but basically, absolutely, yeah, just you, a trap. It's a drug house, shelter, drug users, and uh, it provides a place to deal drugs, making the house a trap house, where the term trap refers to the place to deal drugs. And the trap meaning you once you get in, you can't get out. Yeah, you're in the yeah. game, as so to speak, you, yep. the cycle. The revolution right. keeps coming around in your face. He spends his youth reading thesauruses and dictionaries to further his vocabulary. You know, we we did too. Well, right. That's like how you learned. Third, in third grade. <laughs> you learned how to speak. <laughs> yeah. Can I say Mr. Ford? Sure. Uh, he was our teacher in third grade, and you got some. I think we've mentioned this in the show before. He died. Is he? Yeah, I learned that at uh, Dick's funeral. Or oh. Claire, not Claire, Sue's Sue's funeral. funeral. Okay, so he would, in our punishment, if you're screwing around, you would have to just basically start copying the dictionary. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> just open up to a page, copy. That was those big dictionaries, too, he would, man. He would, he would, your punishment was, you know, if it was just something little, just copy one page of the dictionary, which is a ton of writing. That's a lot of words. And if you were like Jeff, you had to copy 20 pages of the dictionary, because <laughs> Jeff was always screwing around. He's the guy that peed in the radiator the heater in the side of the oh school. Oh, my God. That's I why. I remember that. Yeah, it smelled like maple syrup. They're like, don't turn that on. Ugh. That's what I put my coat on after lunch when we're outside playing in the snow to dry it out, Jeff. Or your gloves. Idiot. And a little fan. Uh, he apologized to me when I saw him as an adult for being a bully. Jeff. Yep. He was a. Would you label him as a bully or just a. Well, I didn't know then, but he's just a dick. He's a, no, he <laughs> like, wasn't. I didn't know that. He was. He, he was, was a, kind of a, a screw around, screw up. He yeah. Was, he was like a mean. Smart-assy kid in the back of the class who was always, like, doing mean pranks and tricks and making fun of people, didn't care who. Nobody liked him. Well, that's probably why he was mean. I... Sorry, Jeff. Sorry, Jeff. Sorry, buddy. We all have problems in adolescence, you know? I don't know. I don't think I was a bully, but then there were some people that were probably bullied more than the rest of us. Oh, I was a bully. And, And I wonder if they thought I was being a bully then. If they did, I'm sorry about it. I was just... I don't know what I was – I wasn't purposely doing it. I was just a kid. No, apparently I was a bully on the bus to uh, Katie's little brother. Oh, uh, yeah, I was a bully on the bus. He actually confronted me as I was working a retail job as an adult. And he was like, oh, you're a bully on the bus with me. I was like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. He's like, no, it's cool. It made me this, that, and the other. And I was like, what? He's like, then I would just go home and take it out on my little brother. I'm like, oh, no. So the reality is – Yeah, the realities of uh, what you do as a child, people, it does come around as adults. Yeah. What doesn't, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, right? But no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know. that's. I've, I've heard that saying so much. So, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Like if I lose a foot, no. <laughs> it didn't no. kill me, but I'm definitely not stronger. I'm down one foot. All right. Well, all right, there, we need a new podcast about bullying. Crime and bullying. All right. So this guy was a bully. He is apparently a bully. All right. Cody gets in. Uh, he fights and gets in brawls. He goes breaking and entering with his friends. Uh, he gets expelled from school in the fifth grade for fighting. He's arrested for auto theft while in middle school. Oh, wow. So uh, so he's like in sixth, seventh, eighth grade. Stealing, yeah, man. Stealing cars. They're like 10 to 12 doing oh. boosting cars. Cool. <laughs> that's, I don't that's, want, that's cool. I play that video game. <laughs> that's terrible. That's so fun. Because it's true. Because yeah. like, if I heard about this in real life, I'd be like, oh, that's sad. But if that was a video game, I'd be like, get him, kid. Yeah, <laughs> smash that window. So about his upbringing, he said he was given two options. 
And he says, quote, sell drugs with a gun on his hip or rap. Well, or you could do both. I think you can. And I'm pretty sure he's going to show us that we do. So Cody turns to robbing as a means of providing support because, again, his dad took off. So it's just him and his mom. Mm -hmm. Robbing, like robbing people and robbing cars and robbing stores. Right. Okay. Now, back then, about the age of six, he started using the nickname Black, and they also used the name Little Black. So he's started already early with the the nicknames. Okay. Two thousand nine, at the age of twelve, Cody joins a rap group called Brutal Youngins. Brutal Youngins with a Z. With a Z. With a Z. Yeah, he's using the stage name J Black at that point. Okay. Then he joins another local rap group called the Kylons. Did uh, Jack Black ever have a problem with that? You think? I don't know. Yeah. It never comes up, but I bet you he took it. He's like, that's not me. That's this 12-year-old kid in Florida. Okay. I think Jack Black and Jack White should get together and do something. A colons? K-O-L-Y-O-N-S. Colons? What? His second rap group, the Colons. I wonder if it was like the name of a street or something. Oh, bet you you're right. Good call. December 2013, Cody releases his first mixtape called Project Baby. That was one of the hints I gave you. Okay. And so, because, you know, he's... Well, well, he tells you why. Anyway, December 2014, uh, he releases the mixtape Heart of the Projects. Well, this is 2014? Yes. So they're probably mixed CDs. Uh, well, whatever. They call them mixtapes. Okay. That, that's, that's just the, the term. That's the term. Right. Hey, did you get that new mixtape from Drake or whatever? Okay. So uh, October 15th, speaking of Drake, Canadian rapper, he posts a video of himself dancing to one of Cody's songs. Skirt! Which uh, helped him get gain popularity, despite objections from other rappers, such as like Earl Sweatshirt. That same month, the kid signs a deal with uh, Atlanta Records. So basically, Drake picked up one of his mixtapes. He's like, "Oh, I like this jam," and so he did like a little Instagram video or and something. And then he got a then he got a uh, a, a contract. Yep, dude wow. got a contract, but he takes heat from other. Well, apparently, just a rapper named Earl Sweatshirt, who I have never heard of. <laughs> That's a great name, though. Earl's sweatshirt. That's why we kept it in there. He's named after an inanimate object. So the the dude's not even 20 years old yet. That's correct. Okay. 97 to 2015. We're getting close. What are we at? 18 years old? Yeah. Okay. That's so, about right, though. That's real good. Yeah. Doing real good. Well, October uh, 2015, he's not doing good because he's arrested in Pompeo Beach, charged with robbery, battery, driving with a suspended license, false imprisonment of a child, and possession of cannabis. Okay, so a lot of times when you get in trouble, yeah, you'll be getting in trouble for one thing. Let's say you steal a car, whatever. Charged with, correct. Yeah, and then everything you're doing while you're stealing that car, they just keep tacking it on, like um, resisting arrest. Hit them with this. I mean, they can say Hit resisting arrest, whatever. Right. You know, battery. Well, you bump the cop's head, and that's... I'm not saying he right. didn't do terrible stuff. No. But they don't just bring you to jail, or they don't just arrest you with one count of this. Right. They they pile it on. But the what was the 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 uh, taking a kid? False imprisonment of a child. Huh. Right. Sorry, Michelle. What uh, false imprisonment? I wonder if he just had one of his buddies that was. Oh, under- what happened? Oh, I, I okay, can tell you, you what happened. That's right. Jeez, Jason. Uh, he's accused of forcing several people into his car after he thought someone broke into his house. So it's like he thought people broke into his house, jumps in his car, runs down the street. He's like, 
get in the goddamn car. I know you broke into my house. Like one of those type of scenarios. Okay, so he, he was trying to get the perpetrators. Correct. He was doing okay. a little vigilante justice. Okay. Uh, on a side note, we were talking about resisting arrest, and uh, what I think people should try now is when cops go, stop resisting, stop resisting, because that gives them authority to like beat your ass, mm-hmm. apparently, legally. Hearsay. I don't know if that's true. But uh, what you do is you say, time to comply. Because now you've acknowledged their order and you've said, what's my time to comply with this and stop resisting? And if they don't give you one, then they're aggressively attacking you and that can be considered assault. Do I have to tape it too? Or with my iPhone? I assume that's standard practice. Tape I... all encounters with police. Do you not do that? I don't have encounters with police. Yeah, me neither. But, and, mine, uh... <laughs> and, when, and, and when and if and next time I do, it's going to be real freaking cordial because I'm a pussy. Oh, yeah. I'm not no. getting into it, man. I, if I'm doing something wrong and I get caught, it, I, I knew that was a chance that it was – like if I'm speeding down the expressway. There you go. And I get pulled over, and that cop comes up to my window. I'm going to do everything I can do to get that ticket wrote for me as quickly as possible. I right. be on my way. Because the time to fight is not on the road. No, it's in the courtroom. It's in the courtroom. Yeah. Show up to your court dates, people. Or, or, or get a lawyer. I have my pattern down now, my little pattern that I do, because uh, it, you were around from in my teens and 20s. I think I got pulled over like 13 times in two or three years because I drove a huge, big old car uh, with fuzzy dice in the mirror, and they would always pull me over thinking I had drugs or something. I never did. Never found them. So I never had them. I mean, I got pulled over one time because I was uh, driving home. I had my mom in the car, my family. Oh, my God. We're all coming home. From, That's the we're, worst. We're up north. We're up north. You sure. know, We're going down M13. It's just a two-lane road. And there's a car ahead of me that kept fluctuating their speed from, the, from like, 55 miles an hour, which was a speed limit, right. down to, like, 30 miles an hour. <sighs> and I'm clearly sh- she was messing on her phone. I mean, I could see it. I could see her doing it. Use your cruise control, people. Well, I started getting a little bit perturbed, and I got an area where I could pass her. Well, Understandable. And I passed her. There you go. And I probably went on this 55-mile-an-hour road. As I was passing, probably went 70 miles an hour. There you go. I got around her, man. I'm Yeah, I got minivan lit it up. Um, so I apparently a cop was coming the other way, way down the road. I mean, no no chance of like hitting oh, him sure, or anything. Sure. It was a sure. safe pass. I did go over the speed limit, and that's the law. You can't go over the speed limit when passing a vehicle. No, you're not supposed to. Yeah, but... and he gave me a ticket for it. And so I was not happy about that. I felt like, man, you're just getting a little ticky-tacky here. I wasn't, yep. you know, whatever. And the cop had the worst B.O. too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was so bad. How close yeah. were you? Well, I rolled down the window, and he's standing right there, and I could smell him. It was terrible. B.O. It smelled like hockey right. jersey, like hockey uniform, hockey pad B.O. Maybe he just came out of drop-in, you I, know? thought maybe it's this bulletproof vest doesn't get washed i don't know i don't so, think they wash you can't tumble dry those i don't know they gotta they can wash everything else <laughs> so uh at least pop a little ozone on it or something i don't know there but, you go yeah. that's so, a good trick i'm a little mad about it I'm what thinking, have you been doing i'm thinking about it in the next day next two days later maybe maybe two days later or a day later or as at least two days later i got three um and this was a city probably 45 to an hour away. It wasn't in my local town. It was about an hour away. What is with you in that? Well, You're always out of district, man. What's your deal? I Well, I don't get in trouble in my district because I know most cops, right? <laughs> this is Officer Caribou. We're going to need you to turn yourself in, and so, we're going to issue a bench warrant. It was Caribou, too, wasn't it? <laughs> I know. So, anyways, I got three letters in the mail from three different lawyers <laughs> up in Saginaw wanting to help fight my case. So, they must oh, right just, go, okay. they must just yeah. go right to the, the, 
right the courthouse department or yeah. whatever yep. grab all the records write a quick form letter sure and the one guy said i can take your credit card over the phone you never need to come up back into saginaw oh. and i'll get you he basically said i'll get you pleaded down without that's the one points. that's the one and and i'm like that's for you ann yup Thank you. Not the, for the burp, but to this 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 lawyer dude. Right. And so he did. He got him. I didn't get any points. That's nice. Thing. You don't fight with the uh, the cop no. on the road. He just whatever. No, I have been pulled over for speeding. They claim eleven miles over. I said one because it's right at the transition of a speed speeding sign, speed limit sign. I've uh, been pulled over for the fuzzy dice in the mirror. Been pulled over for having a headlight out like three different times. Um, geez, pulled over suspicion of burglary coming out of the back of the building I worked in. He's like, you got mechanics tools. I'm like, I'm a mechanic. Of course I do. <laughs> Came out of the back of the building. I'm like, I manage this. I have the key. He's like, oh, and then that's the time when one cop pulled me over and another cop pulled up and then he started asking questions. And so I was like, I'm talking to him, man. I'm not talking to you. And he's like, oh, you watch your attitude. I'm like, he pulled me over. So do I talk to you or do I talk to you? And then the other cop, he was just like flagged his buddy off he's like it's fine he's just a kid is that a goal i'm like so yeah i'm sort of skewed but i got pulled over with dr dr scotty rob coming back and up north one time when we had a trail of a sheet six feet behind the truck got pulled over then well, i would dude i was a trouble. magnet i was such a magnet back in the day man i would always get pulled over no tickets knock wood but one that speeding ticket oh, i got speeding tickets oh. not a lot not a lot lately when i was a kid i got some dumb speeding tickets because i was a dumb kid speeding the worst ones, you get pulled over for the headlight, and we were all drinking in the car. That's a fun one. We told him we were going to Bluegrass Festival, and this guy was like, Bluegrass Festival? Oh, you boys follow me. Woo! And he gave us like a police escort to the Bluegrass Festival. We all got <laughs> beers in our hands, cooler in the back seat. I got, I got dropped off at a party one time after I got pulled over, and <laughs> I got taken in. By the like, cops? Yeah. I got I got pulled over. That's right. I mean, ben I showed go, up by cop car. I have to go. This is I went to jail. Well, I didn't go to jail. I went to the to the jail holding cell. Oh, and they gave me a breathalyzer test, and my vehicle had already been impounded. And they were like, "All right, you're free to go." I blew. I, I had some alcohol in my in my system, but not enough to keep me. I'm there you go. Let me go. Oh. My vehicle had already been towed away. Oh god. So the cops like you got somebody come pick you up and i'm like no i'm just gonna walk back to this party he says it's like 12 miles away like yeah i don't got a lot of options here buddy two-door nikes my man get in the car i'll drive you oh that's awesome (laughs) yeah and by the time i got back to the party it was not a party anymore showed up well because yeah you killed it by showing up with a cop it's like two dudes in a garage (laughs) drinking off a keg of beer and this cop car pulls in and their eyes are as big as pie plates (laughs) i hop out (laughs) and then the cop pulls away and they're like what the fuck who is this dude (laughs) Well, you don't just have the local fuzz give you a ride to a party? No one will ever the, believe you. Where are the girls at? <laughs> where ladies? Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. We need to get well, back on track. Well, yeah, no. Anyway, the whole point of all of that was uh, sometimes when you're young, you make some poor choices. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, that's where it is. So he made some poor choices. Um, yeah. He Back to it, he gets accused of forcing several people into his car because he thought they broke into his house. Well, he probably did. Right, so yeah. he, he actually got him in the car, and then he gets pulled over in his car uh, under suspicion of robbery and assault. So the cops are like, I think those people are trying to get out of that car as that guy's driving <laughs> around at gunpoint, or whatever, they didn't say gunpoint, well, it, but... How do you get him in the car without a gun? I assume it was yeah, gunpoint, uh, right. He was alluded to, but never specified. So anyway, uh, all that, he's later released on bond. Well, yeah, he's, I mean, you can't put everybody in jail. 
Not yet. He's not famous yet. Thank God. Well, that's true. Not famous enough. Yeah. Yeah. December 15th, he releases a mixtape, Institution, so he's working on that fame. Uh, but then on Christmas Day 2015, Cody is pulled over by police in St. Lucie County, Florida, and charged with possession of 20 grams or less than two pounds of marijuana and possession of drug paraphernalia. On so, Christmas? On Christmas. You're not supposed to do that and be... Cops aren't supposed to give tickets on Christmas. I thought that was a law. Oh, I was going to say, well, you can't be driving around smoking a bowl. Well, it's like <laughs> on one Christmas. day of year you can. You would think. Everything's forgiven. It's Jesus' birthday. Happy birthday, Jesus. Yeah. All right, buddy. Just get home safe. You know, well, that is not what happened. So, Huh. huh. Got to re- rethink driving home from the in-laws on Christmas now. <laughs> Continue. Moving, moving on. <laughs> February 6, 2016, Cody reportedly played the uh, Treasure City nightclub in South Carolina. Um, he was alleged to have engaged in sexual battery of a victim at a hotel located at 2120 West Lucas Street, Florence, South Carolina. The victim says she had accompanied Cody to his hotel room, uh, where he's said to have tore off her clothes, raped, and bit the victim at the Comfort Inn and Suites. He's charged with criminal sex- mis- he's charged with criminal sexual misconduct. She went back to the hotel room with him after clubbing? Yeah, sounds like uh, Treasure City Nightclub got a little poppin', and she's like, oh, I'll go home with this dude. And then he was, it reads like he was so aggressive, he just went right after, like, we banging now. So. Huh. Well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving him, you know, he did something, if he did something wrong, that's terrible, but. That's salt, brother. L- ladies, if you're at a club, and some strange dude that you meet at the club buys you some drinks. You have a good time, do yep. a little dancing, yep. and you decide to go back to his hotel room. Yep. I, th- I mean, you, you kind of know why he's asking you back to the hotel room. Well, I'm be not pre- saying he should be biting you. No, that's not. Yeah, that's or, not cool. Or hurting you. None of at, that. No assault. At any point, you can say no. At any point. But be aware. I'm, that's all. I, if it was my daughter, I was telling this to, I'd be like, "Don't go back to the hotel room. Well, Don't right. put yourself in that situation." Right. right. Just head on a swivel. You might never know. Misconstrue. Something might happen. Huh. I got her back to the hotel room. I wonder if she likes to play Jenga. That's not why they're going there. Now, oddly enough, that could have been, and that would have been okay. But Yeah, and that would have been fine. This is not fine. I I I just don't 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 go back that you're asking for trouble. That's a way to put it. Yeah. 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 Unless trouble's what you're looking for. Might have been looking for trouble. Yeah. She well not that trouble. Do you think maybe she found out he was a semi famous and a SoundCloud rapper? What's can it's you not, go over SoundCloud for us, Brian? <laughs> sure. I mean, it's just an online. It's a online music repository or whatever you want to put on there. Podcast. Our podcast is on SoundCloud. Okay. Dot com slash crime and music. There's only the Ike Turner episode, but whatever, right. it's there. Uh, yeah. No. Instead of going the traditional route through uh, radio and... and labels and record companies, you self-produce, put it up on uh, SoundCloud where people can. Listen to your music and download your tunes, man. And so you skip a lot of the corporate BS. But there's not a way to get paid, maybe. Is not as quickly. No, you kind of, it's like that hole in one. You either hit it or you don't, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But you keep working at it, and then eventually you might get the hole in one. And it sounds like uh, Cody here is going to get that pretty okay. soon. So. Well, it's a place, I didn't um Takesh do that? Takeshi 6 9 correct. Check yeah. that episode out. Yeah. Definitely so, SoundCloud rapper. It's just the new way to get your sound out there yeah man it's one of them i mean you can do youtube 
YouTube, Instagram Live, whatever yeah. you want, all of them. All right. But, I, yeah, I do. But that. these kids, uh, him, Little Yachty, the Little Uzi Vert, dudes like that, go to SoundCloud, and then that way they skip the conventional barriers, like, oh, lawyers and all that stuff. Just like, nope, my music to the people. Well, and you don't need to know anybody. No. Yeah. It helps, but you don't need to. Yeah. There it's, you go. You got to be good and get lucky. Well, speaking of being good, April 21st, 2016, Cody is arrested again and charged with possession of a weapon or ammo by a convicted felon, possession of marijuana, and multiple traffic violations. Ammo. You can't have ammo as a convicted felon? Apparently not. Uh, Depending, uh, probably the caliber of ammo. Is that the right term? I don't know. Right? Like, I mean, what good's a bullet without a gun? I'd throw real hard. <laughs> yeah, well, then I'm not going to throw bullets. I'm going to throw, like, stones. <laughs> well, yeah, right? The bullets would kind of <laughs> be kind of a waste of money. Uh, okay, Cody is allegedly spotted purchasing marijuana from two men in front of a known drug-dwelling spot. Ooh, a drug dwell. marijuana. What year? This is just... 2016. <laughs> it's not that long ago. Isn't that crazy? It's all Come very on, recent, man. right? Uh, he flees from the police. Uh, he runs red light before finally pulling over. Police who claim to have seen Cody toss a gun into a dumpster and later recovered a loaded Glock 23 40 caliber pistola. Uh, they book him. He's held on $5,000 bond until his release in six months. Ooh, the 23 has got the short handle. Is it? I was. That's why it's in there. I was like, I figured you know what the 23 is, 40 cal. Yeah, the 22 is a normal uh, size gun. That I think the 23 is like the, the handle is a little shorter. A little easier to conceal. I was going to say, all you're doing there is hiding it better. And, okay. And the and the Glock's the one that's made from mostly plastic. I mean, it's a good gun. Plastic fantastic. I don't, I don't think it can get through uh, metal detectors, though. No, the firing pin. Well, the barrel. The firing pin. Oh, and okay. springs. You can replace all those. You, no. Except the firing it, pin. You, you, uh, maybe. This was the question my wife asked last night. What if you fire a gun out in space? And I was like, well, nothing. It's going to make a click because the spring's going to activate the hammer, but there's no combustion because there's no oxygen. No, it doesn't need oxygen. So the firing pin, how, how are you? It's going to shoot. Burning what? The, the, all the, the, the gunpowder. Oxygen is required. Whoa, wow. I came in very aggro. Sure did. We just had a. As Billy Agno does. <laughs> Technical difficulties. No, it'd, it'd go. No. Oh yeah. That's like saying you can light a match in space. No, you need no. You need What's oxygen the di- for a match. Right. You need oxygen for a gun. No, you don't need. It's all built into the gunpowder. There's oxygen in the gunpowder. Yeah. Oh shit. Well, she had a hard time with the fact that there's guns in space, and I'm like, I guarantee you, there are guns in space. I I think this. It's been documented that there's, there are guns in like. There's a yeah. gun on the International Space Station. Yeah, I'll inducted. just say that. Yeah, there's a gun. They, uh, there's a there's a there's a way to. I don't think you want to shoot a gun on the space station though. It build a little hole. That's a problem. That's a problem. It's <laughs> a problem. And now wherever you shoot, that bullet's going to whip around the Earth at that speed for infinity. So that I don't know how that works. Physics. Yeah, oh well, okay. Crime. I guess I do know. Thanks, Brian. There you go. Crime and physics. <laughs> physics. Uh, well, okay. He's he's in jail. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, at that time, though, May 2016, he's featured on French Montana's single, Lockjaw, from French Montana's 21st mixtape, MC4. You've heard of French Montana. Well, I know I know his sister, Hannah. Yes, that's very good. I don't, and Billy Ray Cyrus I'm pretty tight with, so yeah. Well, just know that this Lockjaw single peaks at number 23 on Billboard's Hot R&B Charts 
Um, and that means dude is sort of making it mainstream That's now. pretty big. So, yeah. right? He's in the top 25 on the Billboard whatever with uh, French Montana. So now he's kind of making it. It's not Billboard whatever. It's Billboard's hot R&B slash hip-hop songs chart. Okay. But it's a noted chart, and he's on there at 23. The guy charted. All right. He's, he's doing well. He was doing better today than he was yesterday, except for he's in jail. You really got to hit the CH on charted, because that can be misunderstood very quickly. Charted. <laughs> very charted. He charted. charted. Guy charts May 2016. May 18th, 2016. Cody's arrested again in Broward County, Florida, this time in connection with open warrants related to the previous charge of false imprisonment and armed robbery. You don't go to the court date, then yeah. they issue a warrant for oh, you. Man. So while he's in jail for this arrest, outstanding warrants for the criminal sexual conduct case in Florence and the marijuana possession charge from December are also brought up. So they're like, since we got you here, it also says, yes, and. And uh, so he's detained while in custody. So <laughs> Let me put a second set of handcuffs on him. Well, right? They're like, wait a minute. Chink, chink. You're the guy. So then he's, he's, by the time he got to the cell, he probably had three or four sets of handcuffs on him. Yeah, again, he was getting in trouble for... Not taking care of the trouble he got into already. Just go to your court dates. Why is this yeah. so hard? That's Everybody struggles. Said. Everybody. God. Well, maybe we wouldn't have him on our our uh, podcast if he did everything right. That's true. We, this yeah. wouldn't exist. There may so. be people out there, Brian, that do things correctly. And still. and Well, no. Oh. They don't get on our podcast. Oh, yeah. You've yeah. never heard of him. Yeah. I well, mean, or uh, you've heard of him. You but, know, like, I bet you Tom Petty's been in trouble. Never heard but of But he it. went to his court dates. Right. Willie Nelson. You never hear about it. I, that I, guy gets pulled I, over all the time. I think we could do an episode on Willie Nelson. It's in the pipeline. Don't well, worry. And, I, and I think he's got some tax issues, too, which is a boring crime. That's true. But he's. I would like to see the list of noted celebrities and people that you've heard about and singers and politicians and movie stars and sports folks that Willie has smoked with. Oh, God. The political figures, from I, what I've heard, I, I've I've heard a few different stories, and you know Willie's always been out in front saying I smoke marijuana all the time. I smoke weed. I can't and, do uh, Willie Nelson. And I bet you there's a lot of people out there that do that keep it quiet. But you know when Willie's in your town and he's on on his little bus, he's got his boss. You pretty much have to smoke weed with Willie Nelson. Yeah. Like that'd be cool. How I don't would really you smoke weed? That's the thing, I, right? Doesn't I, I don't do it. If you don't smoke weed, if you do or not, I mean, you, it's Willie Nelson, man. I mean, that's like, I don't yeah. even know who who would you have like a drink with? You're like, I gotta have a drink with that guy, Sam Adams. Sam Adams. <laughs> I would have to have a drink with Sam Adams. That's um, a good one. No, I yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I was, you know what I did last night? Uh, Willie was in town and um, went and smoked a uh, big fatty boom blatty blunt with Willie on the bus. Smoke really weed, Willie. Cool. What's the name of his bus? Doesn't his bus have a name? I think his bus has a name. I don't know what it is. He Trigger? has a nice butt. Oh, I think you might be right. Is it named after a horse? I Roy feel? Rogers' horse. Yeah. And then his guitar is named something as well. Like I was going to say Lucille, but that's BB King. King. No, it But does. his guitar is beat the fuck up. It's got a hole in it from the, all those pick strums and, and all I, that I crap. I a lot of famous people have. Uh, all right, well, we just did Willie Nelson podcast. Check out our Willie Nelson episode. <laughs> Go back about three minutes. It's great. <laughs> All right, who do we got here? We're uh, still talking Cody about Cody. Act? Yeah, we're still Co- talking code? about Code. Cody, Fujifilm. We're still talking about Cody. Uh, June 2016, he releases his fourth mixtape, Little Big Pac. Little Big Pac, P-A-K? P-A-C. He's trying to get uh, Tupac and Biggie kind of. Okay. L- Little Big Pac. 
trying to evoke some bit. old names. Uh, yep. And so, oh, oh man, I skipped one. I'm sorry. I got to do that again. <laughs> sorry, Michelle. August 2016, Cody's single Skirt reaches number 10 on Billboard's Bubbling Up R&B Hip Hop Singles Chart. Skirt. Correct. June 2016, he releases his fourth mixtape, Little Big Pop. Yeah. That becomes his first mixtape to chart on Billboard, reaching number 49 on Top R&B Hip Hop Albums Chart and number 18 on the Heat Seeker Albums Chart. They're like, I wonder how many different charts there are and how many of them kind of parallel each other you know like there's have, a lot yeah there's a lot of charts so maybe you just buy into a chart and you say oh i was on um big big rap big daddy chart whatever and I'm on, <laughs> that's oh, the name I, of your chart that's the name of my chart that's my chart <laughs> the big rap big daddy chart the big rap big daddy chart i am number 23 on the big rap big daddy chart I, if you say it with authority, it sounds like, oh, yeah, he's on big. Coming in big at pop. number two on the Big Rap Big Daddy charts, it's <laughs> Cody. Yeah, he said it with enough authority, like you know what you're talking about. You're like, oh, he was on Big Rap Big Daddy. Oh, the, well, Big well, Rap Big Daddy. What that's the, the chart, man. Shit. Man. That's funny. That's well, big along big with the Big chart. Rap Big Daddy chart, June 2016, Cody is named one of XXL Magazine's 2016 freshman class. Mm. Is that a big magazine? I don't know. The XXL class. XXL bigger than XL, I suppose. <laughs> Twice that big. It's really not. I, you know, I've gone from XL to 2XL. It's not double the size. Yeah, well. Uh, Luckily, I'm back down to the L's now. So, yeah. Loser. <laughs> August 2016. Cody is criticized when a studio session video is recorded. It's released. It shows him ridiculing dark-skinned black women with lyrics which imply... Those women were less attractive than light-skinned black women, which is considered a type of misogynoir or anti-black hatred towards women. See, I'm I'm happy about that. I love all women. I'm not even kidding. No, I, I'm glad that there's somebody getting in trouble of color for being racist or mis- or against women. M- misogynoir, noir, noir. Yeah, and because there's so so often it's misogynoir. It's, uh, the, uh, you know, white people get in trouble for being racist against black people, but there's careful, buddy. What? No, I'm just that's, no. That's just what, yeah, how you approach it. Whoa, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> pump the brakes there. Take about forty percent off. God. Yeah. No, but you know, there's there's plenty of other racism out there, and oh it, yeah, it should be as frowned upon as. All of it. Yeah, it's racism. Yeah. It's bad. And so if this black dude, I'm assuming he's he's Haitian. Yes. And he's now giving shit to the darker skinned girls compared to the lighter skinned girls. Afraid so. Yeah, he should get he should get rung up in the flagpole too. Yeah, buddy. Come on. Don't do that. Everybody else got in trouble for being a dick. It's your turn. Don't be a dick. Don't stop being a dick. That's a good that's a good motto for life. Don't be a dick. Just don't be a dick. Be cool, man. Be, co- be cool. <laughs> dude. We got this. Yeah. August 16th, 2016. Unfortunately, after three months in jail, Cody is sentenced to one year of house arrest and five years probation. He's also reportedly ordered to complete community service, anger management, and community control supervision programs. During this hearing, Atlantic Records Executive Vice President Michael Kirshner was in attendance, and he said that Cody, Cody, quote, had a bright future as a recording artist. Now, you've 
I do remember back in the day when I told you I'd love to be under, like, do whatever the minimum thing was to be under house arrest for a while. <laughs> yes, I do recall that. I changed my mind. You don't want to do that nope. anymore. You don't want the don't ankle want bracelet the, and the I whole thing. I don't want to do it because you said he was under house arrest. And oh, when yeah. you would talk about some of our people that were under house arrest, I'd be like, lucky. Dude's got a mansion in the hills. Yeah. You're doing all right. Now, after the whole entire uh, <laughs> lockdown bullshit COVID <laughs> thing, I'm like, get me the hell out of this house. Give me lockdown in my uh, estate in Montana with 150 acres nope. or whatever. No, even there. I, I, my, I need to get away. I just need to get out of the house with the kids and everybody's there all the time. <laughs> I just, just get me out of here. Well, the judge declares Cody would be permitted to tour internationally while under house arrest. So he gets what you want. What? Exactly. What? That's not, that's not, you're not in trouble at all. Well, you have to stay at home, which, well, well hold on. We'll what get do you there. Mean, you got to stay at home. You're touring internationally. That's only if you're overseas. <laughs> okay. In so, America, you got to stay at your house. Uh, all right. If, if you're in America, you got to stay home. Stay at your house. Otherwise, you have the entire world at your disposal. You do whatever you want. Or. You can go anywhere else on the globe you want. But goddamn, if if when you get to America, you get off that plane, you better be parachuting onto your roof. Florida, Broward County, in your freaking house. Yeah, that's where you go. Huh. I think I'm going to tour internationally for how long was this arrest for? This tour is going to be a while. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. It's really funny. The tour got extended. All he's doing is he's going to like an Irish pub somewhere in Ireland and singing one song while drinking and having fun for a year. Yes. I toured. How many were in your audience? Um. Well, uh, the bartender. Roadies always show up. Those guys are good for show. <laughs> this is just Earl and Kurt, the guys that set up the lights, and the music guy, Danny. Yeah, yeah. It was a great show, like, man. There's a sheep outside. It was great. Oh, uh, yeah, no. Well, anyway, that's that's the deal he got, man. So that's what happens when you're... Morton, uh, Morton, Morton. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. Record producer, record producer, Michael Kirshner. Uh, yeah, so prior to his release from Broward, Maine Jail, police discovered two more outstanding criminal warrants. The first one from Florence, South Carolina, alleging felony criminal sexual conduct. The second from St. Lucie County, Florida, alleging two counts of misdemeanor marijuana possession. So uh, Cody's not released from jail. In addition to the warrant, he's charged with criminal sexual misconduct, the Florence case. He's charged with sexual battery, which carries a penalty of up to 30 years in prison. Ugh. So That's a long time. while he's in, they keep finding more shit on him. Well, it's amazing to me that in today's day and age in our technology that the most advanced age of communication ever two counties bordering each other can't communicate of a, a, a dude's crimes. Dude, the doctor's office in the hospital didn't talk to the hospital when I went to the doctor's office about when I went to the hospital. That is the same one. building. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And again, we live in the most advanced age of technical communication. Like, all they need is a Facebook for <laughs> crime. <laughs> Put a hashtag out. You'd be on the same tweet. All you need is to loosely restructure Twitter, and you could have all the people that commit crimes anywhere in the world. Right there. Come to the same top. Time and date stamp right pinned to the top. And I, I swear, you'll still <laughs> go to a court today, and when you're in trouble... The dude, the like clerk, the docket guy. Well, what's next on the docket? We'll hand the judge a big fat folder, a Manila folder with <laughs> like, like binder clips, come on, man, and ragged papers hanging out the side, and dude. you know, like a little string you see in the middle of a Bible. Like, okay, what do you do today? And he's not gonna read that whole thing, but if it was on a computer format, 
I would feel much better like with the Star Trek, like that little clear pad they used to hand people the glass tablet and they'd be like, Here you go, Captain, and the captain like flicks his finger and like Maybe if they could come up with something like that. The technology if they had a gotta thing. be close. If they had know? a thing that you could just touch with your hands that, you know, about you know, the size of a notebook, but but skinnier. A little thinner, yeah, yeah. and then page of paper. They can make you, bigger ones or smaller ones, have them depending what you need. You'd only need one button on it. That's it. That's it. The rest of it would all be screen. Dude, we should make one of those. Uh, all right. Patent. Pending. A lot of money. All right. So uh, here we go. September 19th, 2016. Cody is sentenced to 120 days in prison again mm-hmm. after pleading no contest to one charge of possession of 20 grams or less of marijuana and one charge uh, of use or possession of marijuana paraphernalia from that 2015 traffic stop in St. Lucie, Florida. So, in addition to serving the prison time, the rapper's driver's license is also suspended for a year, and he's ordered to pay $298 in court fees. So, I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast here about Trump commuting a couple people there of no of notoriety or whatever. No spoilers. What? Oh, no, 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 there's another <laughs> thing. I was, oh, I mean, in that article I was reading, right. he was... Yeah, there were like 80 people he pardoned, whatever. Oh, tons, holy cow. Okay. Tons of, tons of people. I didn't know that. And a few of them were totally legitimate bullshit. <laughs> sure. Like, did but, Snowden get parted? No. Oh. Uh. But he did pardon a lot of people that, like, one dude was a mechanic for a, uh, a operation of drug dealers. What? Yeah. He didn't even, like, do the drug dealing. He just kept the cars running? He just kept the, you know, like, hey, can you fix this car and, you know, make sure we are ready to go do our next drug deal. He was in jail for like yeah, pay fifty me. years. What? Oh yeah. They, wow. They and there were there were some other ones that were very minor drug cases. You know, like this guy, he's getting in trouble for 120 days for a little bit of weed, less than two pounds. Right. But there there That's are a people lot of in weed. some states that are in jail for 20, 30 years for about that same that same crime. Oh, California jails are sick with people who like grow operations and stuff that are now completely legal. <laughs> right. But you did it. Before it was Before legal. Before it was legal, yeah, right. I think that, so he did Yeah, it. commute your sentence. I believe that. Yeah, I think presidents do that usually. They'll do it every year. They can commute people whenever they want. They're the president. I will say that. If you broke the law and it's no longer illegal, you should be let free. And most of the time that is the case, but a lot of time the red tape just gets in the way. Oh, my God. You know, and a lot of the people that I think these presidents do commute are just waiting for red tape to clear. A bunch of 70, 80-year-old hippies just like, I didn't do anything wrong, man. Like Willie Nelson style. Yeah. Wow. That blows my mind. All right. Anyway. Well, uh, while he's in jail, 2016, Cody releases a song, Can I? (laughs) No, you're in jail. You cannot. (laughs) It's Brian's inflection. Don't stop. Can I? Don't release the magic. Uh, December 1st, 2016, after serving his time in Florida, Cody is sent to South Carolina to handle his sexual assault charges there. For biting the chick? Uh, the correct. Okay. He walks free after paying a hundred thousand dollars in bond and then posts on Twitter. I'm happy to finally be going home to my friends and family. I look forward to clearing my name in the very near future. I want to thank God, my family, my team, Atlantic records, my lawyers, (laughs) and all my fans for your continuous love and support. I can't wait to get back to doing what I love most working on being the illest rapper alive. I've, I feel like somebody wrote that. The illest rapper alive. <laughs> That's Brian doing the finger snap. Yeah, baby. Right. Illest rapper alive. 2017, Cody broadcasts an Instagram live video of himself in Washington, D.C. in a hotel room with several other men while a lone female performed oral sex on them. 
Cody's Instagram account hit a record high during that broadcast. They can show that stuff on Instagrams? No. <laughs> Later, he posted a message to Twitter about the incident, reading, If I could change, I swear I would. I tried everything, but I'm just so hood. Oh, it rhymed. Uh, yeah, that's not even a lyric. That's literally what he said. Well, he thinks in lyrics. That's he's, probably he's true. A musician. Uh, February 17th, 2017, Cody releases the single, being a musician, Tunnel Vision. The song debuted at number 27, peaks at number 6, uh, becomes Cody's first top 10 hit on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. That's a legitimate chart. Number 17 on the Canadian Hot 100. And with that, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, as we do, my high school band, 21 Days, we did not do the Kodak Black thing. We were not like SoundCloud rappers. We had to make shit on old four-track tapes, and this is one of those. And we're back. That song's not bad. That's maybe the best song on that CD. Would you say? I would say, yeah. yeah it's title. It's the title track. It's called Lost. Yeah. Uh, actually, it's not. The song. The album's called Mama's Mess. There are tapes, guys. If you want them, send me. Uh, send me three dollars, and I'll ship it to you. You're gonna have to buy an eighty dollar retro <laughs> tape player, but whatever. <laughs> if you can find a boom box, you'll be great. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like the boom. I like the ones that look like little like rectangle and small and oh yeah yeah that old original tape and it had like a leather case it slid into and you wear it like a purse yep i was just gonna say the one that looks like a purse yeah and then the headphones of the day basically looked like these headphones you know like professional recording headphones they came back around they were just the headphones and then you saw that one little tiny headphone that looks like uh earbuds now oh yeah and you're like wow that guy must be rich that's high tech yeah right or he works for the cia my neighbor uh greg whatever uh, he had a Sony tape player that was just a little bit larger than the actual size of the tape. And I was like, oh, so cool. Because my tape player was the old Sony Sports Walkman. So it was like that big yellow thing with like a flap and a door. And it was waterproof and sweatproof. Because all the sweating I did listening to music. Um, I'm, I may be butchering this a little bit. But when they first came out with the Walkman, name brand Walkman. Walkman Sony. They had some that were sold in Japan that had two audio jacks so two people could listen Whoa. off the same Walkman. Right. And they quickly Sorry, decided that that was not what the Walkman needed to be. It needed to be personal use. They didn't want two people trying to listen to it. So they purposely downgraded or they, you know, they filled that hole in and they sold them to the United States. And there's only a handful of those Japanese ones out there. And I oh. guess they're the exact same except for that one little jack. And if you find one of those... It's it's like uh, you know that that holy grail of Walkmans. That's that treasures man. When, money. when you go rolling through like a secondhand store or restore or whatever, you know what you're looking for, man. You can you can save a lot of money and make a lot of money. I don't want to get too far on on this this conversation, but I've always had a little soft spot in my heart. You know those guys that go to uh, storage units that have been paid on. <sighs> oh God! And then they auction those storage units. Off you like, know that's all fake. Storage wars, all that is fake. That's fine. No, I don't want to be on the show. Okay, but they. They will do that. Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's a real thing. legitimate thing. There's I a mean, catalog of what's in each of those units, though. Everybody knows exactly, not exactly, but a large idea of what's well, in there. They don't, they don't dig it out and write it all down. They kind of go in there real quick and look at a few things. There's this, that, and the other. Yep. But there are, I guess maybe it's that 
There's a treasure in there. Treasure you hunter. Know, like You're a, a treasure hunter. Pirate treasure. Yeah. <laughs> what you want? You want a map? You want to go digging five paces off the North Shore? Yeah, that's fun. That's what you're doing. That's fun. We'll rein it in. Keep it contained. All right. All right. All right. All right. Much like that. February 28, 2017, while out on probation, Cody doesn't seem to understand he's supposed to, quote, remain confined to his approved residence except for one half hour before and after approved employment, public service, or another special activity approved by his parole officer. So go directly to where you need to go do your work and back. Right. No stopping off for a donut. Now, or, as you may recall, if you're a boxing fan during this time, Cody was not confining to his home. He walked pro boxer Adrian Broner to the ring in Cleveland for his fight. So what was that video? <laughs> a lot of people saw that. Yeah, absolutely. Parole officer. I think Broner won. If I'm not correct, if I'm Broner. correct, Adrian Broner's a good boxer, man. Uh, also, he turned up at a nightclub in Miami that same day. You so think you take Guadalupe? Oh, Bonaduce, for sure. Yeah, Bonaduce, absolutely. Yeah, Adrian Broner's a champ bro i mean like well not uh, man no i'm not gonna talk boxing <laughs> i know mma i don't know boxing i will say that uh but these are both probation violations from that false imprisonment charge back in 2016 and he gets cody right back in jail back in broward county florida it makes you think what was going through his head he knew he wasn't supposed to do that right and then he did it he broadcast it literally broadcast it on yeah. television no yeah when you're walking boxers to their ring you're going to be seen by millions of people and it, and when you're walking a boxer to the ring, where don't they know where the ring's at? <laughs> no, like, nope, they're not focused me. on that. Go where me, I go. Yeah. I look. I, I I mapped this out earlier today. I got the route. I got this, and I'm the only one apparently that can do it because I'm violating my parole for this. Well, for you, Cody really. Cody can't do it because now he's locked down without bond. Uh, reps from Atlantic Record. Lawyers, 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 yeah. uh, said, "Quote: Lawyers are working diligently on this matter." Yeah. Lawyers and bags of money. Uh, the Black and Better tour he was on is now postponed. Yeah, well, it, I seriously, I do sometimes <laughs> think that people do things wrong yep. in, in his position yep. to get that street cred. Oh, yeah. okay, there you go. I don't yeah. think this is it. This isn't like getting, No. This isn't cool. This is just like arrogant ignorance. I, like, whatever, man. And then it makes you wonder, is he doing it because he's stupid or ignorant? And there is a difference. There is a difference. I'm not saying one's better than the worse. But, yeah, I feel like... like he's being stupid. I even feel like there's a little entitlement in here. Like You think because he's got Atlantic Records? You got it. He's got Atlantic Record lawyers, and that's what it is. (laughs) They've pulled that rabbit out of the hat more than once already, so he's like... (laughs) Whatever, I can do what I want. I got the switch. All right, I know where the ring's at. Follow me. Speaking of, March 31st, 2017, Cody releases his debut studio album, Painting Pictures. Debut studio album? The rest of them were mixtapes. Okay. The album reaches number three on Billboard 200, sold 71,000 equivalent units the first week, and that's a record for Cody. While discussing rappers on the fellow 2016 XXL freshman list, Uzi Vert, Little Yachty, Cody creates a beef when he insults them uh, while conducting a live stream uh, Instagram interview. Mm-hmm. Little, what, what do you do? Little Uzi Vert replied, stating that he was not bothered by the insult, but that he still fucked with Kodak Black. So I guess he was just talking smack. I mean, I don't know. Doesn't Those... take much to piss these guys off, does well, it? Well, here's the thing. Uh, I'm going to get in trouble with some segment of our audience with this one. These are mumble rappers. 
Are you okay. familiar with Mumber Larpers, yeah, like yeah. Little Yachty? Yeah. Now, that was my impression of Snoop Dogg making fun of these guys, because that's what he says. He's like, what is this all about? What are you even saying? And so, if you indicate that that's not real rap, or I've even seen these guys in interviews where the old heads, like dudes from the 80s, will be like, you got to pay respect to all those guys before you. And like Little Yachty's like, I got to pay respect to shit, old man. It's yeah. like, I'm doing what I do. And so these guys take a lot of heat. They say a lot of controversial shit. They use the social media to sort of build up their name. I think that's what Cody was doing. He was just sort of like firing a couple shots like at these dudes. Now we're talking about it. Yeah, well, if you can so get somebody that's you got beef bigger than you, beefing with you, Little Yachty is bigger. Little Yachty's bigger than Kodak Black. And Little Uzi Vert, I would say they're about the same level. I am not a rap aficionado, as any regular listener to the show knows. The hole in my music history knowledge is the rap game. So feel free to get a hold of us at any social media. Leave us a speakpipe, crimemusic.com. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I don't know shit. That's great. Let's all agree out there in the audience that Brian is the... He is the uh, beginning and the end of saying what is and isn't more popular in the rap world. Oh, yeah, okay. You're in charge. I am a content expert in the genre of rap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, Brian's now, Brian's now got rap god. Oh yeah. Sorry, Eminem. I'm gonna be a like a rap god. Uh, I do not know those things. So between April 21st and May 4th, 2017, um, Cody deals with a number of legal issues. I skipped one. <laughs> Back it up. June 22nd, 2017, after filing a formal request for permission to record new music and perform with rap artists with criminal records, um, to June 2017, Cody's request is granted, and he's allowed now to record with other people who are in his situation. So he was being um, legally told he couldn't fraternize with people that had Correct. other legal issues. Doesn't want to get together with the girls and start scheming. Plotting, you know. <laughs> um, a gang, if you will. <laughs> you know. No, so he uh, so he was not allowed to say, do a duet with anybody nope. that had priors. Correct. Okay. Yeah, they but kept them apart. Interesting. <laughs> Isn't it, though? Yeah. That's a thing, right? Like, uh, you've heard of that. I guess you got to have a good team of lawyers. And now some egghead in the Bureau of Justice is going to stamp your paperwork <laughs> if you can hang out with other hooligans. <laughs> He's reading the list of people like, yeah, okay, sure. What do I care? What do I care? Little Yachty. Little Yachty. He's, little... he's saying at my, at my son's bar mitzvah. We'll let him go. This one's named after a boat. This one's named after a gun. This guy's named after film. They can hang out. I don't <laughs> see what's going to happen. Whatever. Uh, okay, between April 21st and May 4th, 2017, Cody deals with a number of legal issues. On April 21st, he's accused of grabbing his anger management counselor by the arm after she threatened to call 911 when he refused to leave a session. So she asked him to leave because he was, quote, intentionally disrupting the session by burping repeatedly. Sorry, Michelle. <laughs> there it is. Five days later, April 26th, he's found guilty on five counts of violating his house arrest. Walking Adrian Broner to the ring probably doesn't help. On May 4th, he is sentenced to 364 days in prison with the possibility of early release if he completes his life skills course. So if he can make an omelet or do laundry. I don't know. Knit a washcloth. Yeah, what's life skills? (laughs) He successfully finishes the course, makes a couple doilies, and uh, he's released in June after serving only 97 days. That's a lot. 
that's well better than 364. Yeah, yeah, that's three months instead of 12 months. Hell yeah, man. August 18th, 2017, he releases the follow-up to Project Baby, the cleverly named, what do you think it's called? Toddler. Project Baby 2. <laughs> it should be Project Toddler. <laughs> it should be Toddler. That'd be great. We're all just a project, baby. October 9, 2017, a grand jury in Florence County, South Carolina, USA, indicts Cody for first-degree criminal sexual conduct in relation to the encounter that he had with the teenager at the Comfort Inn Suites back in February 2016. Mm-hmm. So, indicted. So, honestly, he's only gotten... He's, his main root of, of issue was the sexual assault thing at the Comfort Inn. Right. And some drug charges and that thing where he went and got the people that robbed his house and made him go in their car yes so he hasn't really been doing a lot of bad things he just keeps what are you talking about he abducted people off of the street he's well, gone to jail for carrying like 1.9 pounds of weed around with him everywhere he goes well, his driver's license isn't isn't current he's assaulting people outside of strip clubs he's violating house arrest by walking boxers and going to nightclubs and he's not doing any of the courted dates. And he's done none of his court dates. He assaulted his anger management counselor because she's like, stop burping. And he's like, fuck you, man. Get all freaky. Kind of hot Dude. I was trying to. No excuses for this guy. Uh, he hasn't killed anybody yet. We're not going to go there. But <laughs> I, we'll see. Let's see what the cards say. I still got like 20 cards left. November 2017, Cody releases a deluxe version of Project Baby 2 titled Project Baby 2 All Growns Up. Did he have, like, a fold-out poster that came in with the CD? You know, you get by the CD, you yank the little thing out, you unfold it, you pin it to your wall, like a little poster. No, but the deluxe version did contain the single, Codeine Dreaming, which peaks at number 52 on Billboard's Hot 100. Okay. So you get a little extra. Yeah. November 30th, 2017, Cody signs an agreement to pay $4,200 a month until 2033 for child support to Jeremy... Jemiah Broomfield, the mother of Cody's son, King Khalid. Oh, so he's got a kid. He does. All right. Well, and we kid. can do some reverse math from 2013 minus 18, which is like something five. 2015 must have had a kid. Okay. So there you go. Um, ba, ba, ba. so that's two year old we're dealing with right now. In addition to paying child support, Cody will also be responsible for his son's health insurance cost. Uh, but he will have visitation rights, so that's actually good. The kid's yeah. gonna see his dad. No, that's good. You gotta have the, the father figure. Yes, even if it's that dude. And speaking of that dude, January eighteenth, two thousand eighteen, Cody is arrested again at his home in Florida on several charges, including grand theft of a firearm, two charges of possession of a weapon or ammo by a Florida delinquent adult felon, possession of cannabis over twenty grams, child neglect without great bodily harm, and two counts of parole violation. Well, they just keep stacking them up on them, aren't they? <laughs> How did they know? Authorities were alerted during an Instagram live video, which Cody appeared to be surrounded by guns and marijuana while in the presence of his son. You're just, you're broadcasting it. Why don't you just call the cops? Go, I'm going to break the law. I'm going to let you know tomorrow at three, I'm going to break the law. You can watch it live on Instagram if you wish. it's not like it's a nip slip. (laughs) You know, right? You got guns and weed and young children and. I didn't know Justin Timberlake was going to do that. It's not my fault. Well, however, lawyer, 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 lawyers filed motions to dismiss the charges, claiming that the marijuana and guns shown in the video were merely props created for creative use only. Isn't that great? Right. So I can do anything I want on Instagram and say, acting. Acting. (laughs) Acting. 
that's not a beer can, but you'll never know. Yeah, I hate that shit, man. That's some, they're like, prove it. That's all they're doing. These are just fancy guys with degrees that go, yeah, okay, prove it. <laughs> Acting. You saw a picture, you don't prove it. It's not, it doesn't mean it's real Beyond good. a shadow of a doubt, I can make doubt in anybody's mind. <laughs> yeah, right? I should be a lawyer. What? I think we are lawyers, Brian. We are now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't think I'm a lawyer? I Prove I, it. Prove it. <laughs> right. And that's what a lawyer would say to you. How dare you doubt me? I saw a video one time real quick. This guy was, uh, sidebar, this guy was all dressed in a fancy suit doing like a TED Talk sort of stage. Not the actual TED Talk stage, but similar to that. And he goes, smoking is bad. I don't know if you know this, but uh, 97% of all smokers who smoke eventually will have health complications and will die of smoking. Everyone's like, oh. He's like, you with me? Ah. It's like, that's a lie. I just lied to you. Now, what I'm going to talk to you about is that you will be convinced by what you hear and the way people say it, and that's what makes a truth to your mind. And I'm like, oh, God. And so, yeah, it's really funny because very quickly. I believe that. Right. A man in a suit whipped out a statistic, and you're like, oh. Like, would you believe? Say it with conviction. Dude, get a clipboard, walk around, say stuff with conviction. You can go wherever you want. You can yeah. go to parties, you can go to weddings, do whatever. Yeah, no, uh, the facilities manager told me I have to check on the fire extinguishers over in the hallway B in the accessory tunnel. Well, Thank you. And then, so, now you're in the Oscars. That's 100% true. I have, I have <laughs> often walked into places that I'm not supposed to be, <laughs> whether it was a concert or a baseball game. Sure. Or, um, for my job, I did a lot of um, cold calling at businesses. And the hardest point to get into that business is through the front door receptionist. Yep. She is trained and exercised daily to stop salesmen from coming in and bothering people. Yep. That's her job. That's her gig. She's really good at it. Door guy. Don't go there. Door gal. Go to the side door where the dudes are outside smoking and then just ask, hey, does Bill McKay work here? No? Hey, where's the maintenance guy at? Boom. Got oh, the guy you need to talk to. Always a maintenance guy. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Well, hey, the Tigers hat. Nah, go Tigers. Hey, go sports. Yay, sports. Get what you want. Go. <laughs> just say it with authority. Like, And just own the place when you're walking through. Yeah, like you've been there a hundred times, that's man. Right. All right. We are lawyers. Did yeah. you just tell people how to break and enter? Or how to enter, I guess. Not to break, but how to enter. I told people how to get invited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, follow me. I will follow you. This advice is for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> it's all props. Uh, speaking of entertainment, entertainment, that's what I'd be calling it. Cody releases Heartbreak Kodak mixtape on Valentine's. Words are so damn hard. Cody releases the Heartbreak Kodak mixtape on Valentine's Day, 2018. Okay, we're getting close to today. We're getting there, creeping right. up. February 22nd, 2018. Three of the charges he caught following the raid on his home are drops due to insufficient evidence. Prove did it. Did you just say doo doo? I did. Okay. Pro- prove it. Prove they're not real guns. Prove it. Despite the drop charges, Cody faces four other charges, including marijuana possession, possession of ammunition, and was held without bail for violating his probation. Okay. April 17, 2018, Cody pleads guilty to a violation of driving under a suspended driver's license and thus is sentenced to 364 days in prison. However, being that Cody already spent 90 days in since the arrest, he could be released as early as October 18th on good behavior. And that's kind of a win for the guy because it's like, hey, you're already served in time, so we'll add it to your time. And maybe finally he's starting to show up to some of these things. Seems like it. Yeah. You got some business there you're working on? No, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly looking at this list of Trump pardons because I, I, he might be on there. <laughs> Hold your horses, buddy. Okay. We're getting real close. All right. All right. <laughs> G, I don't know if you ever listened to G. Gordon Liddy. Oh, God. Back yeah. in the day, the, he was like, 
He'd garrot people. Like, oh, just, he, oh, God. Yeah, he, it, if you don't know who G. Gordon Liddy is, he was involved with the Watergate scandal. He's a spy. Nixon. He's a spy. He's a, he's a spook. He's he, a CIA dude. Yeah, he would kill people for the government. And uh, he had a radio talk show. Yes, he did. And he <laughs> yes, would he pound did. on the... And he would just pound... I don't want to pound on the table. No, this is the he, temporary legs. He would he would pound on the table and get so mad on the microphone. You could hear him pounding on the table. It was like one of his props Jeez. before he had soundboard, you know? Sell, sell, sell. Right. Shoot them in the head. Shoot them in the head. That's what he told people. When federal officers, if you got to defend yourself, don't shoot them in the chest because they, they they'll keep coming. They got bulletproof yeah. You got to shoot them in the head. Yeah. You got a little trouble for that one. I would imagine. Don't, you're not supposed to help people figure it out, <laughs> dude. 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 I mean, now we got Grand Theft Auto to teach us how to do it. But. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right. Tip that controller up just a couple degrees. May 14th, 2018, a judge orders police to return items to Cody that were confiscated during the January 2018th raid on his house. No, that's uh, that's that thing where cops, when they arrest you, whether they're right or wrong, can take all your stuff. Dude. And then let you out of jail and say, sorry, you're, 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 you're free and clear. Well, where's that diamond gold earrings and my watch and that pile of... No, we kept that. Among the items seized were cash, jewelry, clothes, art, and a hard drive with unreleased music on it and electronics. Mm, yeah, exactly. They did give it back, though. Yeah, it seems like they did. Okay. Yep. August 18th, 2018, Cody is released from jail after serving seven months of a one-year sentence for possession of ammunition and possession of marijuana. Hmm. August 28th, 2018, roughly a week after his early release from jail, Cody scored another victory when the Department of Justice recommended that the rapper be let out of the probation stemming from the drug possession charge he caught following the raid of his home. Uh, in light of the recommendation, the court terminated Cody's probation immediately. Lawyer, lawyer, lawyer. Okay, so he's not even on probation now. Nope, he's out of probate court even and all so that. So he doesn't have all those, can't be around guns and ammo. I believe stuff. if he's still a felon, he still can't possess those things. Yeah, guns anyways, I think. And ammo. Or I'm ammo saying. of a certain caliber, well, I'm can pretty be sure. Around, it can be in an Instagram video of your buddy all of a sudden has got a gun. You can be with your buddy. I think so. Yeah. Right. I think. There you go. All right. Well, continuing on the idea of positive progression, during the time in jail that he just got out for, Cody seemed to be trying to get his life turned around. He earned a GED. He changed his legal name to Bill K. Capri. And he even tweeted about writing a book. Okay. Think of the things you could learn from Cody. We're learning stuff right now. This is a book. Yeah. It's a flip card book. That's true. 2019, he garners more controversy when he offers to wait to have sexual relations with Lauren London, the girlfriend of Nipsey Hussle. He recently died. Uh, he was shot a few days beforehand. And then Cody's like, I'm going to wait to have sex with you, Lauren. So Cody said he the would. The widow? Yeah. What a nice guy. Cody said he would, quote, give her a whole year. Uh, she might need a whole year to be crying and shit for him. So he, I mean, did he have claims on her? What? Is this like, (laughs) hey, if I die, Brian, you can get my wife. Hey, thanks, man. And then, and then I die, and you're like, you got a year. I'll give you a year. I mean, then I'm coming back hard. Uh, he receives immediate backlash for these comments. DJ at the radio station Power 106, which is a very influential rap and hip hop uh, radio station, just incredible, not the wrestler, announced that the station would be boycotting Kodak's music. Credible said, quote, we stand with the family of Nipsey Hussle and are appalled by the disrespectful and poor comments made by Kodak Black. Do you think he thought he was, like, being nice? I'll give you a year, you know. I don't like being around crying bitches. I think he's just some cocky asshole who fired off some thought in his head without thinking about the reality of it. 
though. But fellow rappers, T. Yeah. No, again, we I've made some of these mistakes. Uh, fellow rapper T.I. Check out our T.I. episode, and the game also responded. T.I. said, "Quote, you out of pocket." In a video recorded just for Cody, sent him that, and then on April seventh, Cody responded saying, "If I dis." On April seventh, Cody responded saying, "Quote, if I dis." Ah, fuck! I can't say that word. It's like you hit a wall, Brian. I know, right? Words are hard. April 7th, Cody responds saying, quote, If I disrespected you, Lauren London, in any shape or form, I'm sorry. Even though I didn't. (laughs) No offense, but. (laughs) Anything after the but, it doesn't matter. Uh, April 5th, 2019, a concert promoter files a lawsuit against Cody for failing to appear at his concerts. Oh, Cody didn't show up where he was supposed to? Yeah, promoter. So he's still doing concerts. He changed his name, but now he's still rapping and stuff? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, he's so still. Did he, change his name? Uh, he actually had somewhat of a religious thing when he was in jail. Okay. And so he actually gets to calling himself Bill Cajan Blanco, which is Cajan is some type of like Bible or Quran reference. Okay. He okay. had so many nicknames, I couldn't run them all down. No, I so like, I mean, he got. He, he, he's still doing music stuff for money. Oh, yeah. Kodak Black, okay. man. You can. Yeah, you can all look right. him up. All right. But don't go ask Nick Fitz about him. He's a promoter that claims that Cody was contractually obligated to perform for him on March 3rd, 2017 in New York. The guy's name was Dick Fitz? Nick Fitz. Oh, all right. That's different. Mr. Fitz. Yeah, yeah, Dick Fitz would be a whole different story. This is Nick Fitz. That's his dad. Richard. Uh, Nick rescheduled the show for April 17th. Cody doesn't show up at that one, right? So you're like, dude, come on. All right. Third time. Third time's a charm, they say. Guy schedules a makeup date for the third time. Three strikes, you're out. Cody doesn't show up for that one either. Fitz states the incident cost him over $500,000 in losses, hurt his reputation as a promoter, and he is suing for over half a million dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, Un- I mean, if it's true, that's bad. Honor your contracts. I'm assuming he had a contract signed. Exactly. What was, uh, did, was there an excuse why? Nothing. Oh, he's probably in jail. I mean, honestly, if you think about the dates real quick. uh, Then didn't Dick Fitz know he's in jail? That's not his obligation. That's like, you signed a contract to appear, that's on you. Yeah, but And he rescheduled it three times. Yeah, I'm not setting up the banquet room, though, for that concert. Fitz tried doing it right, man. He's like, let's get a Kodak Black concert. Okay, no, not this. Sorry, guys. He's in jail. We rescheduled. Okay, we got the second one coming. This is going to be awesome. He's, I've been talking to him this time. He, he responded to my emails. No, he's in no, jail again. We'll okay, no. Third time. God damn it if this kid doesn't show up. <laughs> All right, third No, he's not here. Like you said, yeah, don't even bother with the chairs, guys. Just, so just you we'll know wait to hear from him. He was in jail for those reasons. I do sure. not, but that is pretty much what the timeline looks okay. like. All right. So. All right. Anyway, that's still yet to be resolved. April 17th, 2019, Cody and three others are arrested by U.S. Customs Border Protection agents while trying to cross into Canada from New York. He's found with his Glock 9, uh, he's got marijuana, and he's taken to Niagara County Jail. Okay. That's two, April 2019. Yes. Okay. I mean, this is COVID times. They're trying to get into Canada. That you can't do that. Uh, can't still no, can't that's not that. COVID. That's a year before. COVID oh, yeah, is twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. oh, you're right. Yep, yep, so yep. this is when you could freely travel to Canada. See my buddy Mike. What's anyway. up, Canada Mike? Canada Mike. Cody pays somewhere between twenty to forty thousand dollars in bond. So 
probably thirty thousand dollars a month, mm-hmm. uh, and then walks out of the jail with a fan of cash covering his face, like ha, had it on me. So, oh, he just had, he just paid cash right there. Flipped it out to him, just fanned it like. There's your money. Let me go. Less than a month later, he is arrested Again? for weapons possession in Miami, Florida. Just before he was set to take the stage at a hip-hop music festival rolling loud, he is apprehended by U.S. Marshals for state and federal firearms violations following what is described as, quote, extensive investigation. So they're, they're watching him. Isn't, isn't the term, I could be, I'm, I'm probably wrong on this one, rolling loud? Rolling loud. Isn't that mean you're basically... You're pat. You're holding. You're you're doing. You, you're you're going. You're driving with a weapon in the car or drugs in the car. You know more than I do, man. I didn't no. know what that was. Is that what it is? Rolling loud. Sure. It is now. I don't know. I believe it. Okay. Don't be don't be rolling loud, everybody. Yeah, it may be a term. Roll good, roll right? roll quiet. I like it. I still can't. Okay. Yeah. You come wheeling up. You're rolling. Well, I mean, you're if, rolling loud. If you're gonna be at a concert, and let's say that term is what it is. <laughs> And that's the name of your concert, and you're going to be there. Everybody knows you're on the playlist. Yep. Leave the gun at home. Leave your guns at home. Don't give the cops a reason. I'm not because riding. Because if they arrest you in person, they can tell it's not a prop. <laughs> they will know. Yeah. I'm not riding with Ben. He's rolling loud. Riding dirty. Maybe that's what I'm thinking about. going to be riding dirty. That's, I think, if you got weed on your drugs. Yeah going to be rotten dirty. He has since put up his $600,000 Broward County home as collateral for his half million dollar bail. Prosecutors are arguing he should remain in jail because he is a, quote, threat to society. Hell, he probably is going to save himself some money by not getting in trouble if he just stays in jail for a while to get the shit taken care of. If convicted, he could face up to 10 years behind bars. So that would save a lot of money. Yeah, don't let him get out. He's going to get in more trouble. <laughs> that's all you can do. I mean, that's half a mil right there for bonds, so... I mean, he hasn't hold that many records. Dude, SoundCloud's free. November 13, 2019, um, Cody takes a plea bargain, and he's been sentenced to 46 months in prison. That's shorter than the 96 months that he would have got. Uh, and the rapper had been involved in a fight while incarcerated that involved injury to a prison guard. Yeah, okay. Well, fights happen in jail. That's true. But uh, So basically, he's getting halftime because the plea bargain. March 11, 2002. 20, Cody pleads guilty to firearms possession case when he was charged uh, after being detained at the Canadian border with the Glock. The court is considering between two and seven years in prison, which will run concurrently with his 46 months that he's already serving uh, for lying on federal paperwork. So as of June 2020, Cody is serving his federal sentence at United States Penitentiary Big Sandy High Security Prison in Inez, Kentucky, USA. Inez, I like that name. In October 2020, Cody is transferred to United States Penitentiary Thompson. Don't know where that is. On January 19th, 2021, President Donald J. Trump commutes Cody's sentence in his 2020 conviction. That's that's what we're talking about. And a quote from Black J. Black, Little Black, Little Kodak, Project Baby, Bill K. Capri, Bill Cahan, Blanco, Dyson Octave, Kodak Black himself. Quote. But I feel like I have enough knowledge to get me by in life. Obviously, I don't know everything, but I feel like I have enough to get me through. Kodak Black, ladies and gentlemen. Wait for it. Wait for it. There it is. So when when did that come down the the the, the commute thing? January nineteenth. All right, I was gonna find his name on that list. <laughs> yeah, <huh>? right. <laughs> So that puts it at like two days ago, uh, no timestamp. <laughs> That's funny. 
What do you think of Kodak Black? There was some crime in that one. Well, I, I think you said there were a couple different names of the albums that he did and a, a name or two that r- rung a bell. I'm going to have to see if I've, I have listened to them or not. Yeah, Little Kodak, um, I think, is the more popular nickname. Man, I I think this poor guy's <laughs> trap was that he... It is a trap. He thought he could just keep getting away with stuff. And it wasn't like he was doing those cool gangster get in trouble, go to jail for, you know, big time gun battles or right. whatever. No. Um, he was getting in trouble for little, like little bullshit. And then yes. he, every time he got in trouble for little bullshit, he didn't get it taken care of and then got in trouble for more little bullshit. I'm not saying biting a woman that doesn't want to be bitten's little, but it's not like don't do shot that. her in the head. Yeah, don't do that either, but yeah. yeah. And then the drugs Levels. and the weapons, that was just the continuing, remaining, the little petty fights and everything else. It just kept piling on to a heap of bullshit before it could be digested and getting yeah out of the way. Yeah, no. Go to court, handle your shit, get a big wall calendar, a desk calendar, and just, just write it down. Damn, and... This guy could have maybe been a lot bigger if he wouldn't have been dealing with the buzz so much yeah if you spent more time in uh your social medias instead of in court you, you have a bigger following yeah, yeah. But, uh, maybe he'll get there he might there's yeah. hope for everybody i suppose do you think we'll do a part two on this guy no okay. no he'll do much more no i don't you don't think you think he turned over his leaf i think he's got i think he's reached a level of fame and success where we're not going to hear about him remember that list of people you talked about at the beginning like hey i wonder how many people break the law we don't hear about We'll call that the payola list. I think Kodak Black has graduated to the payola list. I'm going to disagree. All right. Well, let's check it out. Only to be the confrontation. I just say, I think we're going to hear his name come up. I think you're right. And uh, since we're talking about part two's episodes, we're going to wrap it up for this week. Man, it was just up and down. That guy's he's like, oh, I'm, I'm making a SoundCloud rap. I'm now I'm famous. I'm like, oh, I'm in jail again. I'm in jail. Oh, okay, I got out. I'm in jail again. I'm going to Canada. I got a gun. So, man, it was just kind of all up and down for this dude. Um, what was his mother at? Uh, Haiti, probably. Oh, <laughs> she probably she's like, enough of this. America's complex. This shit doesn't happen in Haiti. All right. Well, guys, if you want to hear about shit that happens in America, Haiti, or other worlds around the world, and it involves musicians and their misadventures and the law-breaking, hit us up on all the social medias. Let us hear your voices. Go to crimeandmusic.com, scroll down to the SpeakPipe widget, hit record, leave us a message. You guys are awesome. Ben, you suck. Jason, where are you? Whatever you want to tell us. Tell us you like burps, you don't like burps. Uh, man, anything you could imagine. But hey, homework for the folks out there. Sure. Get your dogs to bark on SpeakPipe. Oh, dog messages are awesome. I don't know if you know this, but our we have two mascots, a golden retrievers on the old podcast, and I think Ben's got a dog, and I think Jason has a dog. We, have a, we got a dog crew for, for mascots, so we're going to put those up on social media. We want to see your dogs on social media. I got a frog. Frog rhymes with dog, and, uh, well, whatever, everybody. Uh, <laughs> I got nothing. It's all out of whack now. If you like what you heard, talk to us, let us know, and uh, like the song says, never trust a big butt and a smile. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 